Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, the small business edition. Capture the drive, the joy, the excitement of running a business. Despite the restrictions across the globe, which impacted the movement of goods and services, these companies, these companies, small business, small Jamaican businessmen, have expanded into new markets in Europe, North America, the Caribbean, and Latin America. We share the challenges too and how those in the sector conquer and thrive, all in one place. Impacting Jamaica, the small business edition, powered by the Development Bank of Jamaica. I am very excited and pleased to see uh, that this collaboration between the Ministry of Finance and the Public Service and the Development Bank of Jamaica is bearing fruit today with this launch of the DBJ Serve uh, Jamaica uh, product launch of some very exciting and innovative product, products. As uh, Milverton mentioned earlier, uh, this is $3 billion of financing uh, that needs to go uh, through, to be channeled through a wide range of institutions, financial institutions, towards MSMEs uh, before the end of March of this fiscal year. So that is certainly good news, but it's a lot of work. Uh, we are meeting today using the, the benefits of technology. And in many ways, that demonstrates the ethos and the values of this time that life uh, goes on despite the pandemic and business has to go on despite the pandemic. I want to probably, you know, start by acknowledging how difficult an environment it is to operate in. The COVID-19 pandemic has definitely complicated life in Jamaica and around the world. It has had primary effects, secondary effects, tertiary effects. It has had socioeconomic effects. It affects our children and it affects grandparents. It affects those who work in government and those who work in business. But we have no choice as a society, as a country, uh, to forge ahead with confidence and optimism about the future. With the full knowledge that if we do all the right things, Jamaica will emerge from this pandemic stronger. And indeed, that is exactly what we intend to do to recover stronger. Now, we today are celebrating you know, the benefits of good policy. As I would have said in my budget presentation, good policy pays dividends and pays dividends particularly at times when we experience economic shocks. Good policy requires us to think not only for today, but to think for tomorrow. Good policy requires us to think about current generations and generations to come. And good policy requires us to always take account of our vulnerabilities. And Jamaica, like many small countries in our region, we face multiple vulnerabilities. And if we are to 
be able to move ahead continuously in a continuous upward trajectory without starting and stopping, we have to take account of those vulnerabilities and incorporate them into our plans. Now, good policy does not promise that there will be no challenges. The nature of life from the dawn of civilization, from humans first emerge, has been a journey of sequential challenges or challenges in parallel. That is the definition of life. What we want, however, is that the government of the country has the flexibility to respond to challenges when they occur. We have not been able to do so in the past. Shocks and economic shocks, shocks like the COVID crisis, but make no mistake about it, economic shocks come in various shapes and forms. We have had shocks that have come through commodity prices, commodity price movement. We've had shocks that have come from terrorist attacks, from trade tensions, from geopolitical uh, occurrences. And those shocks lead or they precipitate further economic crisis, a crisis in our balance of payments when we don't have enough foreign exchange, a crisis in our debt, crisis in inflation, a crisis with our financial sector. And what happens is that the initial problem, the initial shock is deepened and widened. We are seeing that play out today in many countries around the world. In our own region, we're seeing uh, Suriname I spoke about a few months ago. We're seeing other countries who are unable to pay their public sector bill. We're seeing other small states such as Sri Lanka who pre-pandemic grew at a rate multiples of what Jamaica was growing at. But due to the nature of this crisis, and even though their economic downturn last year was only 3.5%, whereas Jamaica fell by, contracted by 10%, Sri Lanka today is in a destabilized uh, position. Now, we don't say these things or discuss them to rejoice in anyone's suffering. God knows we have been there too many times before, but we say this to keep, we recount these realities and these facts to ensure we may remain focused on objectives that are consistent with good policy over time. And good policy that's not necessarily uh, responding to what is popular at a particular point in time, but good policy that is rooted in being uh, balanced and in being measured and that takes account of our vulnerabilities. And we are seeing the fruit of that approach. The economy is projected to have started the recovery process with an expansion of 12.9% for the first quarter of this year. April to June of 2021, as compared with last year. Now, some will say, wait a minute, you're comparing with a low base. Well, of the 188 countries in the world, every single one of them, to the best of my knowledge, had a decline in the first quarter, April to June of last year. 
if it were only a low base, then we would expect all countries of the world to register growth of 12.9% in the first quarter. But what we're seeing is quite different. We're seeing countries that experience much sharper declines than Jamaica did. Uh, countries in the Caribbean had economic contractions of 18% and 24% and 15%. And not in any particular order. I'm talking about Barbados and Seleucia and Antigua and Aruba countries in our neighborhood had economic declines far greater than ours. Yet for the first quarter, our economic expansion far exceeds, is projected rather to far exceed what some of those countries have reported. Barbados, for example, has reported a first quarter expansion of 5.5%, which makes the point that I'm making. So there is more that accounts for this recovery and what it is, is that Jamaica has been able to maintain macro stability throughout this crisis and we've had the flexibility to respond to the economic shock. Thank you for listening to another episode of Impacting Jamaica, the small business edition. We hope you caught a whiff of the drive, the joy, the excitement of running a business. We continue to share in some of the challenges and watch as the sector continues to find ways of conquering and thriving. This episode of Impacting Jamaica, the small business edition, was brought to you by the Development Bank of Jamaica.